Hey guys, I'm so excited for this episode on parenting, and I'm especially excited because after we recorded this, Sawyer Beckett Ford was born on Friday, August 14th. So we actually recorded this episode pretty early because we wanted to get a bunch of episodes ready before Becky needed to go on maternity leave. So we get to talk about parenting in this episode, and now Becky is a parent. Just wanted to let you know. All right, enjoy the episode. Welcome to our Living Box Free podcast. I'm Becky Ford. I'm Ashley Insights. And we are in our Who Dat series. This series is all about relationships. And the episode just before this, we had some experts come on and talk about parenting in the context of having um, that relationship with your parents as an adult, but then also having adult children. It was great. It was so good. I was taking lots of notes. This episode, we are going to continue this parenting theme, but a little bit more amongst our peer group. And so we have a special guest, Hannah Tyndall, on the uh, on the podcast with us. We're going to hear from her. Ash and I aren't, I don't think I'm an official parent yet, to, coming soon, <laughs> but we, are, we aren't parents yet. So Hannah... Hannah is our expert today. I love today. that you're looking at me like, are you a parent? <laughs> are you? Know, suddenly I'm uncertain. Are you? I mean, I mean, you know, you, you, you help people. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. So we start off every podcast. What's on the rise for you this week? Ash, kick us off. Okay. Yesterday, two days ago, recently, my friend introduced me to a band called The Brilliance, and I'm really enjoying it. They're pretty chill but very like complicated musically, which I just really enjoy. So I'm starting to listen to them. I've been listening to them for a couple of days now. Enjoying it. It's on the rise. Nice. What type of music is that? Reflective. Yeah. Reflective, but complex, Oh. if you will. Ooh, nice. Anyway, Becky, <laughs> what's on the rise for you? Well, my, my answer is also music. Way less complicated. <laughs> I have. I was just telling Ash today, I have just been like so tired of all the current kind of pop music that I've gone back to my my roots my husband hates country and I feel like I kind of got away from country because he hates it so much but recently I've been jamming out to 90s country yes. Joe Diffie Tim McGraw yes yeah Shania Twain and I'm just like Ooh. Mm-hmm. and so I'm starting to build my playlist my my pregnancy playlist there's some good <laughs> ones from Shania Twain on there <laughs> Yeah, it just are, it brings back some like nostalgic oh, yeah. memories. That's perfect. I was out at a bar on Thursday night with some friends, and they kept playing songs on the like digital jukebox, and they were playing all this like I, classic rock, I guess I would call it, or like you know hard rock, mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, mm-hmm. The Who, all of that. And they ca- kept talking about like the specific uh, musicians because they're all, they were all musicians. They kept talking about the specific musicians in this bands and talking about all this stuff. And I was like, I like I know these songs, yeah. But I am not familiar. You want to talk about 90s country or 60s folk music, I am there. Got it. <laughs> I got it. I, that is my wheelhouse. <laughs> because Did that's what I grew up with. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Hannah, what's on the rise for you this week? Well, I would say I definitely, I haven't been listening to a ton of music, but um, what's on the rise for me, I want to say laundry because um, my daughter pooped through like three outfits yesterday, just yesterday. (laughs) You're feeding her well. Yes, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I walked into Hannah's house the other day. She opens the door, says, welcome. My daughter just pooped all over me. (laughs) 
Thanks. Good to see you. Yeah. We uh, we definitely had to size up on the diapers recently. The last week's been lots of blowouts. So. Yeah. Oh, man. Classy. Classy. <laughs> yes. Part of parenting. Yep. It is. It gets dirty. Oh, oh, I had a quote about parenting. Oh, tell us. I know. I'm, I meant to say this sooner. So uh, I saw this quote, Hannah. I'd love for you to tell me if you think it's very accurate. It is from someone named uh, Lenny Lemons. The quote is, being a parent is like trying to fold a fitted sheet. No one really knows how. Mm, I thought yeah. that was pretty good. I, fitted sheets? Nope. Like, yeah. doesn't ever look right when I fold it. So, And everyone does it differently? Yeah. yeah I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. And that, my friends, is why we're talking about parenting fails. <laughs> because we, we talked about this series and how we wanted to talk about parenting because it's, you know, a key relationship in people's lives. But we were like, we don't want to have an expert on parenting on because there's no one way to parent. Like Mm -hmm. there are parenting experts, as in they have strategies that can be helpful. There are people that know more than others, but there's no one right way to parent. And so we wanted to make sure in our ongoing effort to reduce stigmas that we communicate everybody fails at parenting. Everyone. I love it. Everybody fails. Mm -hmm. It's true. So we're going to talk about some parenting fails and some lessons learned and maybe share some funny stories along the way. So that's what we're here to talk about. And my friend Hannah is here to talk about it with us. And I'm so excited. I'm excited to be here. Hannah, <laughs> Good. Hannah and I have been friends for four years now. Has it only been? It feels like it's been I a lot I think it's been longer, only four, yeah, years. four years. But we've worked together. We've toured together in mm-hmm. bands, which really, if you don't, if you've never toured together in a band with anyone, you, you, it's bonding. It's That's... like being in prison together. And actually, Hannah and I have <laughs> been in prison on tour. It's true. So that's a, it's a fun combo. So yeah, she's one of my best friends. Just a really all around a wonderful human. Aww. And she is a recent parent and has nannied and has lots of friends with kids. And so she has lots of experience and lots of stories. And yeah, just wanted to have her along. So Hannah, tell us a little bit, bit about you. Well, thanks, Ash. I was going to say, I, that's probably why it feels like we've been friends for longer than four years is because of the touring and prisons. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah. Well, um, a a little bit about me. Uh, I don't know. So I've lived here for about four years now and I'm really liking it. Uh, I moved from California. So very, very different. And I have said that my only two qualms with Indiana are the cold winters and the enormous spiders. Mm Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, those things kind of balance each other out. The colder the winter, the fewer the spiders. (laughs) So it's been a bit of an adjustment for me. And our house in particular is getting a lot of spiders right now. And I'm not I'm not here for it. But uh, my husband, Corey, and I have been married for almost eight years. Whoa. Which is insane. I don't know. When's your anniversary? Uh, August 11th. Yes. 2012. Yeah. Yeah, it is coming up. I realized that the other day, you know, been in quarantine for so long I was like oh no it is almost August wow <laughs> Becky you're coming up on eight years aren't you uh I think it's seven you're coming 2013 up October yeah, 2013 okay so yeah seven. I'm really bad at math but I think it's seven never mind JK Perfect. close <laughs> close yes I'm so in tune with the things in my friends lives keep going <laughs> that's good <laughs> Yeah, and um, we just welcomed our baby girl, Natalie, uh, five months ago. So hey. she's getting really big, and it's true what they say. Time goes way too fast. So She's also freakishly adorable. She really is. Like, unreasonably <laughs> so. Yeah, sometimes I just look at her, well, not sometimes, on the daily, I look at her and go, I don't, 
I mean, Corey and I are decent looking people, but she's like really cute. She's Aww. real cute. <laughs> I don't understand. The perfect combination of yeah. jeans. That was pretty great. You that did that. Really you guys did that. That's you know cool. that meme with the otter that holds up his baby? It's like, I made this. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that. We can find it, put it in the podcast. Yes. There you yes. Go. <laughs> otter meme. Yes. At it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive in, talk about some parenting fails. I'm going to start with yes. my favorite that we collected. This is from my cousin. I won't say which one because we don't need to out them. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Here's the story. Just last week, my six-year-old son got out of bed after everyone was asleep, so I'm picturing like 11 p.m., yeah, got dressed, left the house, walked a half a mile in the dark to visit cousins and his grandparents' house. They drove him back, and he went back to bed, never said anything to us. Three days later, Grandpa let the cat out of the bag. We never heard him leave, never heard him come home. And she ends the story with, can't wait for 16. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Wow. That Six gives years me, old. That gives me like heart palpitations. Oh, oh just imagining this little boy walking. Oh, no. Wow. No. <laughs> I just, I'm like, how do you, how? How does, how does that even happen? Don't hear him leave. Yeah. Don't hear him come. It's not like, their fault. It's not their fault. Sneaky. No, <laughs> no, no, no. There's no judgment in any yes. of this no. yes. at all. That's the point. Like. I'm just baffled that anyone can keep another human alive. That's honestly, (laughs) that's where I'm coming from here right now. So, wow. I just wanted to start off with that one. That is truly stellar. Yes. Hopefully we don't give Hannah anxiety with some of these stories. (laughs) It's too late. It's fine. It's too late. (laughs) The damage is done. Save yourselves. It's too late for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'll jump in. Here's a story from a friend from the gym and his wife and him adopted two little kiddos, siblings, and they went to Bulgaria to adopt them. So this is like that big trip. You're going brother and sister, um, two toddlers. They were ages two and three at the time. Um, they're in Bulgaria. They've got the kiddos. And this is one of those, one of those beginning nights that they're together. And their son was really obsessed with doors and he loved closing doors. And, and he says he still loves doors to this day. That's an interesting obsession. Yeah, very obsessed with doors. I like doors, like open to opportunities, right? I love a good French door. (laughs) I love a good French door. So they're in... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) So they're in this apartment in Bulgaria, and their daughter walks into the restroom, and then the son follows, and he closes the door and locks it. So they're locked in this bathroom, and it's... European doors are kind of... Yep. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Picture a European door, whatever your mind can, can create from that. So they're pounding on the door, him and his wife trying to get them to unlock it. They won't unlock it. And then they're having all this anxiety. Like this is them picking up their children and they want to make sure that like everyone knows they're responsible. We can do this. And they start having anxiety because there's a huge window that's cracked um, in that bathroom, and they're so worried that their kids are going to crawl out the window and fall down five or six stories. So long story short, um, they have to go get help from a representative to get this door open. Um, they kick the door down, and it says, <laughs> it is the thickest European uh, door 
And this guy has the thickest accent, <laughs> think Russian. Um, and this man tells me how children how how children get in bathroom. I, I don't know how to do a Russian accent. <laughs> how children get in bathroom. Yeah. You have to watch children. Please do not kick my door down. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. So he's talking to them, tr- and and just you know, how the heck, right? Like right. of all of all time. So a lot of anxiety. They got the kids out. They're alive today. That's All good. is well. But I, I mean, I can't imagine like you're adopting your first children and one of those first nights they get locked into a bathroom and there's no way to get them out. Except That's traumatic. Go, just... go get this dude with a kind of a Russian accent <laughs> to help you out. You. Yes, <laughs> who's shaming you? All right. Another oh. story from a friend of mine. Uh, well, first of all, when I asked for parenting fails, his first response was every single time that I yell at them. And I was like, yeah, yeah. okay. I hear you. But again, nobody's perfect. Right. So tell me an actual story. Mm -hmm. And he said, we took a vacation to Florida a couple years ago and got sunscreen everywhere. Did really well, except on our four-year-old daughter's face, which quickly burned and swelled up so big she could hardly see for the rest of the week. Oh, no. That's like sun poisoning. That's terrible. This sounds sounds very painful. I mean, I know her. She's super pale. Yeah. But still. Oh. Because then you feel terrible for the like yes. you feel so bad and it, and your it's, face like of all the places yeah. yeah it's so easy to miss but I mean yeah I have sunburn stories as long as my arm <laughs> I'm very pale yes I've got some of those too mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a com I could see that being very common with parents yeah I got sunburn as a kid a lot mm-hmm. yeah well my nephew is allergic to sunscreen and he's oh, the palest gosh. in the family oh, so it's real rough oh that's not good. Take an umbrella around. Yeah. <laughs> a little sun hat. Yeah, sun hat. That is what happens, yeah. yes. Uh, here's here's a story. A friend from the gym, she is a little bit newer at the gym, and she is one of the funniest people on social media especially. And she shared the story. I, I think this probably has happened more than what people admit. So her and her husband, it's their oldest son. They've got two. And they went to bed, and he was sleeping in the other room in his crib. And they forgot to turn on the monitor. And so they slept till 9 a.m. the next day like babies. They woke up. They're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> neither of us, like, neither of us were paying attention to, to the kids. So they walk in there. They're like, they have no idea. Like, how many times did he cry? Was he okay? I don't know. He lived. He's alive today. Fine. But, yeah, like, innocent mistake, right? Yeah. I could see you're so exhausted. That's I could so totally easy. see, like, just, mm-hmm. yeah, conking out. And then you wake up at 9 a.m. You're like, ooh, feeling so refreshed. <laughs> Did you oh, get up and help? My baby alarm didn't, yeah. didn't go off. <laughs> Weird. Wow. So I, I could see that being like, oh, yeah, something that Absolutely. could easily happen. Oh, yeah. Yes. You get so sleep deprived, you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Anymore. Well, speaking of sleep, one of Hannah and I's friends said, Hannah and mine, mine and Hannah's friends. There we go. Sure. Mine and Hannah's friends. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Grammar police, come at me. <laughs> Said, there was a time when our daughter was fighting going to bed hard. She would stand tall and scream and throw a fit when we put her in bed at night. And one specific night, things just kept escalating. At first, we told her that if she kept screaming, she'd lose all the stuffed animals she had in bed. When that didn't work, we told her she would lose her pillow. On and on this went until all that was left was our daughter in her diaper with nothing else in the bed in the pitch black because the blanket, the PJs, and the nightlight were lost in the process. Gosh. (laughs) At the final moment, it felt so ridiculous to think about what we had done and how we had had allowed it to escalate. In the end, it didn't help her learn how to accept sleep. 
But in that tense parenting moment, it seemed like the only solution. Yep. Only solution. That's hilarious. I mean, like, so since my daughter's only five months, I I don't have that kind of experience as a parent, but I worked at a preschool for a long time. It's, it's in, in those moments of frustration and panic, there's a reason they say you can just, just leave, just leave the room for 10 minutes and try to contain yourself because we're all capable of way worse than that. Oh, yeah. She was fine. She was fine. Yeah. She'll survive. I think it's funny. It is very funny. Because, like, you've got this, you know, basically naked kid with nothing in her bed, like, in the pitch black. Like, you've just... Whatever it takes. Still, and she's still winning the battle. That's the, that's <laughs> the funny thing. Like, they tried everything, and she's still winning the battle. Yep. That's, that's what's true. funny. Man, getting prepared. Brace yourself, oh. Becky. Yeah. It's coming. But you said It'll you haven't fine. had this yet either, Hannah. Well, I mean, she's only five months yeah. old, so yeah, she's not doing anything very intentional at the moment. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I mean, there have been a couple of things that I have gone, what was that in particular? So the other day, okay, my da- laundry's on their eyes, guys. My daughter spits up constantly it's it's yeah it's really? a lot it's, it's a lot of spit up just after she eats just all the time all the time okay all the, the time okay yeah time to the point where when she this is like a like a dovetail parenting fail when she was really <laughs> little like in those first three weeks of life we were absolutely panicked we thought she had horrific reflux because she was screaming in the evenings and spinning up all the time so we thought she was in a ton of pain took her to the pediatrician multiple times turned out she didn't have horrible i mean she does have reflux she spits up but she's not in pain she doesn't she could care she could not care less about the well, spit that's up. good she was just tired that's why she was screaming so much we didn't know Oh. I mean, how do you know? How would you know? She didn't tell they, me. They, they, yeah. 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 Um, but Dumb just last week, <laughs> just last week, she was on her play mat and I was in the kitchen making breakfast and, but I couldn't see her, but you know, she's fine. She's just playing. And, uh, I come back about two minutes later and there's a big pool of spit up right by her head. And I said, Oh man, why didn't you tell me? Right. Go to clean up the spit up. But the other piece is that she has just started rolling recently. Mm-hmm. And so she had tried to roll over and gotten half of her face, just this perfect <laughs> line down the middle in the spit up. It's oh. covering her face. It's like in her eye. It's like dripping in her ear. <laughs> and she's just like covered in spit up. And I felt so bad. I immediately clean her up. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I flip her onto her belly. This was a stupid idea. Go into the go to finish my breakfast. Come back a minute later. She spat up again, even more, and it's just this pool of spit up. And she's now finger painting with it. Oh, (laughs) she's just splashing in it. Artwork, just living her best life. I have heard if you put them on their belly, oh yeah, that they spit up. Oh, she in particular. It's made tummy time a a difficult tummy time. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I just I left my daughter in her own. Up, you maybe know? she'll be an artist. Maybe. Got to gotta think do what you got to do. You got to eat breakfast. I at was some hungry, point. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to eat. You got to nourish that baby. Fine. She was living her best life. She was smiling. She was loving it. All right. I've, I've got a couple others. Great. I'll try to, I'll try to summarize them. A couple of these. Uh, this one, I, I think, once again, could, has probably happened to a couple people. One of our friends was hosting a Bible study at their house. They had just gotten home right before the Bible study was supposed to start. They parked their car in the garage. They said hey to everybody. They got their oldest daughter, Lily, out of the car, and they went inside. 
And then all the kids, anytime they do Bible study, all the kids are outside playing. And at one point they realized, man, we have not seen Gwen in a while. And Gwen is the younger of the two. And so it's been maybe an hour and they're thinking, gosh, normally Gwen's pretty high maintenance. Like she, she bugs us a lot during the, you know, she wants to come get stuff from her parents. So then they start to think, and then they think, oh my gosh, maybe we should go look outside. Maybe we should check. And so they go outside to the car and there's Gwen, their youngest daughter, just hanging out in the car seat. Still no one in the car. still in the car. No one gosh. ever got her out <laughs> about an hour later. Uh, so good news. Gwen was fine. Uh, and it, no tragedy. However, yes, they, they were in such a rush because they were hosting the Bible yeah, study. They got they home. Lily back. popped out. Gwen was just silent in the back. Yep. Yeah. I mean, again, that's on that kid for not saying anything. Oh, <laughs> you didn't speak up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. It is so easy to do that. It's got, it's I believe so easy. it. I've heard that story so many times and I'm so grateful that it didn't end in a tragedy, but it's yeah. so easy. All of these things, like it's, it's just so easy. You're out of your routine. The baby falls asleep. You you're don't hear rush. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're in a rush. You just don't think about it. And oh my gosh, I, yeah. The other day I was getting Natalie put into the car and I put our keys in um, my diaper bag. Thankfully my car can't lock when the key is inside, I but I had that. already closed the doors and I was like, I could have locked her in the car super easily. Yes. Just standing right there, let alone gone about your day. Right. It's so easy to do. I love that car feature. Yeah. Because I would have locked my car keys in my car a lot oh. <laughs> if it wasn't for that. I've done it. I've done it with the car running, Becky. Oh, yeah. I mean, not yeah. recently, thankfully. But. Uh, <laughs> one time, Hannah's husband, Corey, had to rescue me. I don't even have kids, y'all. And one time, oh, I went out to brunch with Becky. That's what it was. We went oh, out man. to brunch. We were leaving and it was starting to blizzard and I got in my car and somehow slid through a stop sign and bumped up over a median and my car was stuck up on the median. And so I got out to check and make sure that if I just backed up that I wouldn't like scrape out the bottom of my car, like bottom out. Mm -hmm. So I went, got out, checked. It was like, nope, I can just back up. Went to get back in the car. Car's locked, (gasps) running in reverse. Oh my gosh. It was in reverse. And, but it wasn't moving because it was but on it the wasn't median. moving because it was stuck on the median blocking the road. I'm just upset. I didn't know this story until now. I don't remember. I don't. Well, I. You were already, already gone. My phone was, I was in already the car. Gone. Oh, there was okay. nothing I could do. My phone, my wallet were in the car. But Corey. How did you call him? Yeah. I, I walked to a pizza place oh, yeah. like a few blocks away and asked to use their phone. They said no. So I asked a patron, and the patron <gasps> gave me their cell phone. And I called my best friend who called my roommate because I didn't have know my roommate's number oh my who called Hannah's husband who had my spare keys. Wow. I was going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have yeah, I was like, I any numbers memorized. Yeah. I was like, I remember there was a long chain. It of was a very long chain. chain. And, and he just went, I have to go. Ash is like stuck in a ditch. And I was like, wait, what? And he just left. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I probably, so I probably I'm, knew something happened, is, but I don't. Yeah. If I can get myself locked out of my car. In a snowstorm, mm-hmm. without a coat on, with my car or my phone and my wallet inside, like just imagine what I would do with a child. <laughs> That's my point here. You'd be yeah. fine. Okay, <laughs> You'd figure it out. You'd go to a pizza place. You'd call someone. Uh, All right. Place. What other stories you got, Becky? Uh, so I'll, I'll share one more. This one, this one's super fast, and once again, I think probably relatable to a lot of parents, especially who have kids with pets. Mm. So this friend, uh, she was. 
trying to clean out the fish tank for her, her son. He had five fishes and she's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to clean this water out, help, help him out, make sure we keep these guys thriving. She fills it back up later on. She goes to look at the fish tank and only one is alive and four of, of them are dead. So there's five total. So she killed four out of the five because apparently the water, she thinks she put the water in and it was too cold. Oh yeah. Yes. Fish are yeah, they're delicate creatures. Yes. They are delicate creatures. It, but that just makes me think of all those movies you see where like some child has a guinea pig or a hamster and it dies and the parents go find a replacement. Yes. They're like, oh yeah, it's this is totally one. fluffy number two <laughs> or number or, five. They're like, we sent it to live on a farm where it will be happy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can we pause for a moment? The plural of fish is not fishes, is it? I think it's just I fish. Think it's fish. It's just fish, right? Yeah. yeah. This is like a grammar episode too. Uh, it is. It's a bonus. <laughs> bonus. Bonus. Episode. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. My favorite parenting fail. Hannah's heard this story like four or five times. My sister has four, well, five kids now, and but the second one, my first nephew, when he was about four, he was starting to get a little stubborn, and he, at one point, needed to pick up his uh, toys. And my sister was like, you're just getting more and more frustrated. Pick up your toys, pick up your toys. And finally she said, pick up your toys or I'm going to spank you. My sister doesn't like spanking, but this is, she just got to the point where she just didn't know what else mm-hmm. to do. So my nephew says, I'll take the spanking. So she spanks him. And then she's like, all right, pick up the toys. And he said, no, I took the spanking. You said, pick up the toys or I'm going to spank you. Did he cry during the spanking? I don't was think it? so. Oh. He was not repentant. He was Whoa. not. Nope. He That's just was a like, smart he kid. just was like either toys or I, like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. So I'll take a spanking and then I'll move on with my life. And you have making to choices. Toys. And she was like, well, crap, what do I do now? Oh like I said, yeah, what's, or, you know, what's like, the other extreme past spanking, like spank harder. <laughs> I don't know. No, he just, he took advantage of the phraseology of he did. that. Yeah. Of the yeah. the way that, that she said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Smart. That's a smart kid. Either yeah. or. Yeah. He, he real smart. Yeah. Well, the cool thing is we, none of us are perfect, right? We've all made mistakes. However, we all grow from those mistakes. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we asked, not only did we ask for parenting fails, but we also asked these parents to share with us what are some of the ways that they have grown or improved as parents? So I've, I've got a couple here. One of the common themes I saw was selflessness. So a lot of a lot of people commented saying, man, when I, before I had kids, like it was about what I want to do, my time, my money, um, you know, how I want to spend that with my spouse and then having children just truly realizing, you know, I want to make time for my kids and I want to, I want to save money so we can do things together and have experiences. One of the, one of the quotes here I really like from one of our parents, he says, you really start to examine how important you are to them your kids and making sure you live up to that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. I've got a couple others. I don't know if you've got. Yeah. I think the one that stuck out to me the most was uh, you can't fail so often. So we're talking about this, you know, all these parenting fails and how everybody screws up you can't fail so often without learning that failure is a part of life. Say you're sorry and try again. So it's a, she said she's a lot more forgiving of herself and others. It just makes so much sense to me. I mean, when you learn, that you keep screwing up and you're willing to accept that and just move on, then you you have more grace for the people around you. And I think that makes so much sense. That's mm-hmm. true. I think there's a key in that that really sticks out to me that I've heard 
before that it's so valuable to say you're sorry mm-hmm. to your kids. Yes. And not yep. there, you know, we all make mistakes, but I think there's this um, desire to, to be just so strong and to be seen as I'm the parent, I'm doing everything right, but you're just a person. Right. And so the power of saying, hey, I screwed up. I'm so sorry. Will you forgive me? I've heard that's just one of the most important things yep. that you can do in parenting. We actually talked about that in our last episode. We did, about yeah. Parenting. That, that reminds me of Scott and Emily saying, you know, treat your kids like humans because you yeah. are a human. Yeah. Treat your kids like humans. Yeah. They are also humans. A couple other nuggets here that I really enjoyed. One, um, one of our, our moms who shared some fails, the fish, the fish fail. Yes. <laughs> she also said how she's grown from being a parent is truly taking time to reflect, self-reflect, and how can you be a better example? So like what example are you setting for your kids when they, and I know we, we hear kids repeat everything they hear, right? <laughs> like what are you saying? Or, uh, you know, if your kid's complaining, and they say, oh, well, where'd you learn that phrase? Oh, mom, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so taking time to reflect and think about that. And here's one other one I really love, and I feel like I could uh, I could be this mom. So this mom, she said, life is short. Kids need discipline, but they also need to have fun. So I find myself saying yes more and more often. Mm. So not being so stuck in the mud, but realizing like, hey, you know what? You want to squirt me with water guns at, at Murph or at the gym? <laughs> you know what? Life is short. Let's do it. Who yeah. cares? Let's get wet. Let's jump in puddles. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's great. I think that takes embracing the inconvenience of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like kids are inconvenient and we want to, you know, selfish, selfishly, we're all selfish. We want to hold on to what is comfortable for us as much as possible. But I think saying yes to things like that is inconvenient and it's, then you have to clean up and, mm-hmm. you know, yes. all of that. Yeah. So embracing that aspect of it yep if your house gets muddy or dirty whatever yeah you've got a good memory yep any other advice hannah from five months five whole months. five whole months more than what ash and i have <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you know i was thinking about this and it's been a whirlwind and i think you know Corey and i have been married almost eight years like i said and uh i i would say that we have a pretty good communication in our relationship, but you throw a baby in there, especially those first few weeks when they're not sleeping and you're not sleeping and it can get really, really rough. And I just, I think that in these five months we have seen our, just our relationship grow in a way that, you know, I, I expected growth, but it's just been really beautiful to see and how we um, just extend more grace to one another And also just learning that we are on the same page in the way that we parent, but we do things a little bit differently. And that's cool. Like, that's okay. And so, yeah, I think that there's been a lot of growth um, for both of us, but I know me specifically. I'm I'm a very, I like things planned. I like structure. And so that that gets upended with a kid, um, (laughs) which I knew it would, obviously. But it's just, it's been really sweet to see how we, are working together in a different way. And I think that's been really cool. One of my favorite things. That is really cool. All right. Well, this was a a really fun storytelling episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to everyone 
who contributed. I know we asked some friends to share those parenting fails. We didn't want to out you. So, so we tried to keep it anonymous. Um, you know who you are and (laughs) also know we all fail. We all make mistakes. Even if we're not parents, we make mistakes. Oh yeah. We drive up onto medians when it's been snowing and lock ourselves (laughs) out of our car and we don't even, (laughs) we sure do. We sure do. Yeah. So thank you guys for sharing. I think one of the coolest parts about talking about parenting is that being vulnerable and making sure everyone knows there's no perfect, like do not judge yourself. Do not compare yourself to the Instagram perfect little image of what a parent or a mom should, or dad should look like. We all make mistakes and it's, it's good to talk about them and laugh about them. And hopefully your kid's still fine (laughs) and we'll, we'll grow and continue to grow in different ways. The older those kids get just doing our best. Yeah. So thank you, everyone who helped us out. Hannah, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, you have more experience than Ash and I. So (laughs) I appreciate This is like coaching for me here very soon. (laughs) Coming up. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank everyone for joining. Tune in next time. We've got a couple more episodes in our Who Dat series. We're going to follow this out as we continue to talk about relationships. We uh, hope that you enjoyed this one with some fun parenting fail stories. Talk to you next time.